So hello and welcome. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Reverend Cassandra Ray, Spiritual Director of the Center for Spiritual Living White Rock. We're an inclusive learning center of practical spirituality based in the White Rock, South Surrey area of British Columbia, Canada. And we practice and teach tools for transformation, authentic self-expression and conscious living. Wherever you are on your path, whether you're soaring or struggling, there's a place for you here. I'm glad you're with us today. And as we begin, I respectfully acknowledge that I live and work on the traditional and unceded territory of the Coast Salish nations, including Kwikwetlem, Tisleiwatooth, and Stalo nations. And as we begin, let's take a moment to anchor our time together in the heart. So I invite you to just close your eyes for a moment or turn your attention inward. Letting everything slow down and letting everything else fade into the background. As we begin today, I take a moment to recognize the unconditional love, the infinite intelligence that is the source of all life everywhere. And so knowing this, I recognize that this one source, this one power, this unconditional love, that it is the essence of each one here today. I recognize that each, each person gathered here today is an expression of divine love. And so what I affirm of this time together is that it is an experience of truth and spirit that nourishes the soul and brings forth the wisdom of each one of us individually that is needed to be known right now for the fullest expression of each one here. And so I celebrate this time together. I'm so grateful for the opportunity to connect and I'm grateful for the technology that allows us to connect from all over the world. We are transcending space. And for those of us watching at a later time, we are transcending time. So isn't this amazing and wonderful? What a gift to be together. And so I celebrate this love knowing that it nourishes and heals what is ready to be healed. I let it be, and so it is. Yeah. You know, there's been quite a bit happening in the world lately. Um, and just when I think things are gonna slow down, there's something else. Um, that happens and and I've been you know like doing this <laughs> like touching my heart and just like oh, so much um, 
as as there tends to be a lot of pain and fear and loss and uncertainty that happens in the world and this this experience of stuff that happens has me thinking a lot about the interconnection of truth and truth. <laughs> yes, you heard me correctly. Um, I'm talking about truth with a little t, which I think of as our human truth. That includes our limitations, our fears, our sense of separateness, as well as our emotions, our thoughts, our need for connection and belonging, and our desire to make a difference. Right? This is our truth with a, a, a little T. And then there's truth with a capital T, which is our divine truth or spiritual truth. While truth with a little t is personal, truth with a capital T is universal. And so here at CSL White Rock, we seek to reconcile our human truth with our divine truth because we know that even when we can't see it, our divine truth is always present eternal, and all-powerful. The science of mind has its own specific interpretation of the phrase, the truth shall make you free. And so what we mean by that here is that when you know and understand, accept, and embody truth with a capital T, it automatically naturally unfolds in your lived experience. It shows up in your relationships and it moves you into action. And so this is, this is why we're so often focusing on truth with a capital T, why we want to understand it and embody it so that truth with a capital T shows up in our everyday lives right that's like the goal like how how can i experience like if i know the tr truth of the universe is harmony how do i experience that harmony in my body in my relationships in my life in my checkbook right how do we experience it in our everyday lives and what has really been on my mind lately is that we are limited in knowing our divine truth with a capital T whenever we refuse to acknowledge, face, or address our human truth. Why is this? Because our humanity and our divinity are inextricably connected and bound together. So your willingness to embrace your human truth is directly connected with your ability to embody your divine truth. In other words, your willingness to embrace your humanity is a prerequisite 
for embodying your divinity. So what does this mean? This means that in order to fully know your divinity, you must fully know your humanity. In order to know that truth with a capital T, you've got to know your truth with a little t. And uh, like this is the hard part, you know, and why? Why? Because oftentimes there are circumstances we don't want to face, feelings we don't want to feel, and risks we don't want to take. These are actually the top three things that I see as stopping us from fully embodying our divinity. I'm going to repeat them because I think it's really important. Here are the barriers to knowing your divinity. They can fall into one of these three camps. It's either a circumstance you don't want to face or a feeling you don't want to feel or a risk you don't want to take. A circumstance, a feeling, or a risk. Those are often the things that stop us from fully embodying our divinity because we oftentimes are pushing away our humanity. We're pushing away our truth with a little t. But when we do that, when we push away our truth with a little t, we are actually pushing away our truth with a big t. We're pushing away our spiritual truth as well. I hadn't planned on it, but I want to tell you just a little story to, to, help, to help you understand a little bit more about what I'm talking about. I had a very difficult relationship in my life, and it was one where I was seeking a lot of external help because I was really struggling, really at a, just a huge like brick wall. Have you ever had a relationship like that where you can't get through to them and, and you also sense that they're not understanding you and that it is so hard to find space for understanding and connection. Well, this was a relationship that I had. It was like that, like the brick wall on both sides, right? I think we both felt like we were on the other side of a brick wall. And I had to take a break from this relationship so I could do some healing work of my own so that I could come to the table in a different mindset. And what did that require of me? What did I do? When I stepped away from the table to do my healing work, what did I do? In working with my practitioner, our work together, and I will be honest, this has been over years, this work that I've done because it's a very challenging relationship for me. Um, the work that I did with my practitioner 
was these things exactly. Facing circumstances I didn't want to face, feeling feelings I didn't want to feel, and taking risks I needed to take in order to heal this relationship. These were the three things that were happening for me behind the scenes. And I'll tell you what, so much of it boiled down to grieving. Grieving that this relationship wasn't how I wanted or needed it to be. And the impact that that had on me and how I thought of myself and how I developed and how I moved through the world. And I, it was really, really, really hard. <laughs> oh man, was it hard. And yet, being willing to face the reality of this relationship within myself and to feel the pain of that, I began to feel a love that I had never felt before. You see, I thought this person would love me in the way I needed to be loved and that that would open doors for me. But what I found was that when I was able to do this painful and hard work within myself, that it opened a capacity for love that I hadn't known before. Now, the love was always there. But I wasn't able to open up, connect, and experience it because I was pushing away the pain of this difficulty. So in allowing the pain that I felt to come forward, and again, I'll say I did that with support and a lot of it, that I grew this capacity for love within myself. That, the, that those two things went hand in hand. My willingness to feel my feelings was directly connected with my ability to embody love. You see this connection? This is a connection that I'm talking about, our truth with a little T and our truth with a big T. So I want to, I want to um, bring in some of the truths with a capital T that we are seeking to embody here at CSL White Rock. Just want to remind you of your divine truth for just a moment. So I want to remind you that the power that created the cosmos and the planets is the same power that created you. That there is one life, one intelligence that is the source of everyone and everything. And this one life is deep and profound love. It is crystal clear clarity and it is infinite in its possibilities and expression. So you, as an expression of this one life, you are deeply and profoundly loved. You are an expression of divine purpose. And that same creative power that I talked about just a second ago that brought you into being is the same power that you have access to, 
to use and create in your own life because your birthright is love, power, creativity, joy, peace, and purpose. Mostly, I want to remind you today that you are destined for greatness. Breathe it in. Breathe it in. I'm bringing up these universal truths right now because they hold space for your human truth, whatever it might be, whatever it is you're going through right now. These universal truths are holding you. They're holding space for you. And they're, your, your divine truth is bigger than your human truth. So this divine truth is stronger than whatever challenge you might be facing. So our humanity, it rests, it lives within our divinity. So whenever our human truth blinds us to possibility or whenever our heart gets overwhelmed with pain or grief, that is our divinity calling us to rest in the truth of our being. So your humanity is surrounded, supported, and encompassed by your divinity. Whatever pain you feel, whatever challenge you're facing, whatever might happen in your life is never outside of your divinity. And there is nothing that you can't do that would cause the divine to abandon you. We're inextricably bound to our universal truth. So we can draw upon this truth to comfort us and empower us to walk through whatever we're facing. And it can look something like this or sound something like this. Um, and I invite you to fill in the blank here, right? I feel, fill in the blank, whatever that is, I feel afraid or overwhelmed or confused. And I know that love is right here. So I, I'm, I'm afraid that blank will happen. I'm afraid I'll lose this person, lose this relationship. I'm afraid I'll be misunderstood, whatever. Fill in that blank for yourself. I'm afraid that blank will happen. Truth with a little t. And I know that there is a higher power available to help me through this. That's your truth with a capital T. Right? So, so we can bring them forth at the same time, side by side. It doesn't have to be one or the other. Right? And we can, we can fill this in with whatever is, is the most potent and powerful for you right now. Here's another one that I really love. I'm afraid of what will happen in this relationship and what it'll mean to me in my life. And 
I know that I am worthy of love, respect, and safety. I'm afraid I might not measure up. And I know that I am valuable and valued by the divine because I am the divine. And then breathe. Breathe and breathe it in. You know, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was a master at shining the light of awareness on truth with a little T while seeing the bigger picture of truth with a capital T. When he accepted the Nobel Peace Prize in 1964, he said, I believe that unarmed truth and unconditional love will have the final word in reality. Unarmed truth and unconditional love. Wow. You know, when I looked up unarmed in the dictionary, <laughs> because I love the dictionary, unarmed means without weapons, and it also means without armor without weapons and without armor. So I want you to just think about how you armor yourself against pain or the fear of loss or the fear of not being good enough. What kind of armor do you put in place? Is it perfectionism, over-functioning, uh, refusing to look at any strength, any weaknesses you might have. You know, what is, what is, how do you armor up? And how do you defend yourself? You know, if you were to lay down Put down your weapon, your go-to. What would that, what would that be like in your life? How might the conversations you have with others change? This is vulnerable, right? To be, to be unarmed is vulnerable. To put your weapons down, to, to, to take your armor off. And yet this is what we are being called into right now on a larger collective scale, because there are some truths with a little T that are happening in the world that we do not want to face, we do not want to feel, and we do not want to take the risks to address. And I certainly do include myself in that statement. Because especially when we start looking at racial justice, which has come up with the loss of Black lives, it has come up, you know, really strongly. What would it be like 
if we unarmed ourselves and were willing to look at these circumstances because truthfully those of us with privilege we don't have to face them we can shut our eyes to it we can turn the tv off we can turn the news off and yet our unwillingness to face the truth with a lower T is going to limit our ability to embody truth with a big T. So this is the call, especially for us who are spiritual and who understand we're spiritual. We actually need to enter an entirely new realm of, okay, all right, I'll take a look at this and I'll take a look at it within myself and I will shine the light of, of truth within myself because we know that truth with a capital T is here supporting us. That we know, because we know that truth, it can empower us to put our weapons down, whatever those might be, to take the armor off, to be vulnerable, and I'll tell you what, what is unarmed truth and unconditional love? What, what is that? It is empathy. That's empathy. Unarmed truth and un, with unconditional love, that is empathy. And so when we look toward healing ourselves and practicing these things for ourselves, when we're pretty good at that, actually, now when we start to apply this to a larger scale and to the things that are maybe not happening to us individually, but are happening in the world, let us bring empathy to that. Instead of our armor, let's bring empathy. And Teresa Wiseman published an article in 1996 that defined the attributes of empathy. And here they are. Number one, see the world as others see it. Your, th these, you, you must be able to see the world as others see it. Now, this is hard. However, when I think about, I absolutely want other people to see the world as I see it. I can relax a little around that. Number two, the second aspect of empathy is to be non-judgmental, is to put the judgment aside and just listen to understand, which actually is number three. Number three is understanding someone else's feelings, understanding what they're feeling. And the final attribute of empathy is to be able to communicate that to the other person. That to communicate your understanding, to say back to them what your understanding is so that they know they are being heard and seen. This is what we must offer each other in healing our truth with a little t and embodying and experiencing our truth with a capital T. We're being called to see circumstances we don't want to see to feel feelings we don't want to feel, and to take risks that we don't want to take. 
However, when we do, there is so much freedom on the other side of that. I will tell you that it, going back to that relationship that I talked to you about, I believe it was actually my willingness to heal myself in that relationship that actually enables me to be your spiritual director. Because feeling those feelings and healing through that and going through this process of empathy with the other person, because guess what? We're still in relationship. Practicing empathy with them and taking care of myself, doing those two things, it not only unlocked a door of love that I could feel, but it also unlocked capabilities within myself that I always knew were there but that I couldn't actually, I couldn't actualize them. So if there is, if there are things inside of you that you know that you can be, you, you know you could be this thing, but that you're feeling stuck in it, here's the work, right? Facing those circumstances, feeling those feelings, and taking those risks. And in relationship, that means offering empathy. And when each one of us does these things in our personal life, and then we start to extend that out, there's a tipping point that happens, and we change the world. Yes, we do. We change the world. We heal racial injustice. Because the more we do this and the more we embody truth, the more courage you have. The more you are called to do and say things that you couldn't do and say before. That there is power and courage and love that is unleashed in you when you're willing to do this work. And I just want to remind you that you are divine love. You are pure love and pure potentiality with so much power that anything is possible. Let us do our human work so that we can embody that universal truth because I believe it is communities like ours that are literally going to change the world. And so it is. Hey, thanks for tuning in. We're supported 100% by your generous contributions. If you found value in this episode, please give online at csl-whiterock.com. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for our newsletter so that you'll be notified of future episodes as well as ways to connect, learn, and grow. Thank you and abundant blessings on your path.